time in class, I was tempted to fool around, man. Get someone's, that's what it was, yeah. You'd be bored and you'd figure, well, why not deprive someone else of their education? I may be kidding, school's just babysitting. I knew girls in AP classes knitting. So tedious. Homework is tell major lies or plagiarize encyclopedias. So boring, fresh-faced teachers want to tickle them, but a test-based curriculum excludes exploring. She's a trifling friend indeed. Oh, she's a gold digger. Way over town. That digs on me. Uh. She killed me, mom. Now, I ain't saying she a gold digger. But she ain't messing with no broke niggas. And we're live. Hello, everyone. This is Senioritis, the newest addition to the Aura family of talk shows, the show where we all blame it on senioritis. That's right. If you're lost in the many choices you have to make during your four years at ABG or just looking to reflect and have a laugh on a Wednesday evening, we have got you covered. We'll be having new guests every week, so stay tuned and follow our page for updates. A little bit about me, the host of the show. My name is Bindi, and I'm a business and information systems major, currently also struggling from senioritis. I wanted to make the show for my fellow senior um, seniors and freshmen and everybody in between, because why be confused alone when you can be confused together? So for those of you who have a question for us, head over to our Instagram account where we're still accepting question prompts. Our guests will answer your questions after the music break. And without further ado, let's hear from our guest of the week. This week, we're talking to Veli, my bestie since freshman year, and a trusted source of tea, gossip, and all the good stuff, and a friend that's always been by my side through my through my good and bad. So thank you for coming, Veli, and please tell us more about yourself. Thank you for having me, Bindi. Such an honor to be here and to be like your third guest on your horror show. I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy to be here watching you with all those buttons. I'm like a proud mom. <laughs> so my name is Veliana Veli in short, because I have a pretty long name. Uh, I'm the current president of the student government, which has been tough. <laughs> I, am, uh, I was president of the European Society Club, which uh, is also known as MEU Blagovgrad for two years. I'm the current vice president. I was for some time. I'm a member of the Sustainability Club in IMC as well. I'm a member of Fibeta Delta. Those are the ones that organize the International Week. And I am co-president of one of the biggest youth NGOs in Bulgaria, Bulgaria of the Young. Yay. And I am a political science and economics major. Yay. I honestly, um, when I was giving the your positions to, to be written for the poster and the social media post, I honestly forgot about some of the things. Like, <laughs> you were in SOS Club, uh, our f- like founding member, and you're also in Fibera Delta, which is something that we've, we're both in for, like, a year now. So, yeah, very impressive. And honestly, I don't know how you do everything, like, all of these things. But, yeah. So thank you, Valley, for the introduction, and let's get started. So how's senior year treating you? Oh, well, um, it depends on the time. This week, it's been pretty heavy with the midterms and the uh, student assembly, but other weeks, it's, I mean, it's busy, but I'm so used to being busy at this point, mm-hmm. and I'm just enjoying being busy, and I'm enjoying the warm weather in Blago, and I'm just like chilling like that. Uh, because it's 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 better to be like busy rather than think about personal life. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this week a little tough. I had like a midterm today, an ASG meeting right after, and right after I had a presentation, which was mm. like forty minutes long. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Would you say? Um, it's, I mean, it's been a month so far into senior year, but do you think senior year classes are harder? in general compared to like the previous year or even your freshman year so this is i think really hard to answer genuine like generally they are harder but when you're a freshman you just come to this school and you're like oh my god they're asking me to write a thousand words of essay that sounds like the worst thing ever now they would ask me for like three thousand or four thousand words of uh, an essay and i'm like taking it a lot more 
uh, like a lot easier than I would do in my freshman year. In my freshman year, everything looked so scary and so hard. Mm-hmm. Now I know it's harder, but I'm kind of so used to it at this point that I don't feel it. That's true. Yeah, I feel like when they ask for a research paper, at the, uh, like at least we're not as intimidated as we used to be in freshman year. This semester, I have so many research papers, <laughs> so many papers. Last week, I had three papers. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Would you say POS and ECO or a- any of the majors, like either of them, are writing intensive? POS I mean, POS is definitely writing intensive. Definitely writing intensive. Definitely reading intensive. <laughs> because when for those who have taken a political science course, they probably know, especially if it's not one of the first courses. But even if it is one of the first courses, there's still readings, but... Now, the 400-level courses, the 300-level courses, you would have to read like at least 15 to 20 to 30 pages for each class. So this is pretty heavy. Wow. Um, Eco-major depends which class you're taking. Some classes are very quantitative, very, very, very math-heavy. He- Others are very writing-heavy. For example, a class I'm taking right now is it's um, advanced macro. It's pretty writing intensive. We have to write uh, writing like reading reports of reading for readings, basically summarizing readings every almost every week. Like it's sometimes like every week, sometimes it's like every other week. So yeah. Well I mean I I'm surprised right now because I uh, we took POS one oh one together with mm-hmm. Phillips and on, on on our freshman year and that seemed like so much reading to me at the time I was dying and I was in the library every single day. And I, n- now you're telling me that the 100 level, <laughs> 100 level post courses are easy and it's even more now. It's so much more now. It's so much more now. I'm, I'm taking a class, uh, one political science class this semester because I've taken almost all. Uh, and for it, I usually have to read like, 20 to 30 pages every for every class. It's wow. a very good class. I'm actually really happy with the political science and economics um, majors in ABG, the economics major especially, the things we study, especially in econometrics classes, they're very advanced. Mm-hmm. They're very advanced and you can see them in various master's programs, um, courses. So it's really impressive. I'm really happy with the eco especially. And post also, we have some very, very good professors there on mm-hmm. both both programs. For sure, yeah. I think definitely you, choose, you chose the right majors, in, in my opinion, because I'm also looking at master's right now. And some of the business courses, even just like at more like an engineering school, they usually ask for econometrics or something related. Even if you have a business major, like you have to have taken at least a class in econometrics in order to qualify for those course for those courses so right now i had to like let go of a few programs that i wanted because i'm not qualified so that's also something that if you're listening and you're considering to do masters i hope you're able to see and um look up in advance so that you're not like panicking on your last year yeah yeah that's that's a good advice and also for the people that want to major economics. I know how scared you are from econometrics. Every eco student is scared to, to take that course. It's not as scary as older people would tell you. I swear. <laughs> so it's it's nothing that scary. It becomes easier when you actually go into the class and learn. So don't trust the reputation. It's an amazing class. <laughs> take nice. the electives with econometrics as well. I love econometrics. It's obvious. <laughs> I think it's yeah. obvious. It's very obvious. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, was there any specific reasons you chose your two majors or kind of just, did you know before you came here or did you change some things after you came back? I did came change. I I wanted political science for sure because that's very interesting to me. Um, another thing I wanted to study was law, but that's only mm. available. I mean, it's not only available in Sofia University, but I wouldn't go anywhere else to study law <laughs> in Bulgaria. <laughs> uh, no shade thrown. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, political science was genuinely interesting to me, and I also wanted to do business because, well, it's the ABG two majors, sure. But then I took the first economics courses, and I was just really scared of economics because I was like, oh my god, everybody's saying the math's really hard. The math's really hard in economics, <laughs> but it's not something impossible. 
like at one point you start enjoying doing it. Last night I was doing econometrics with my roommate until two thirty. We were like genuinely oh having God. a discussion about the results. <laughs> uh, so the thing that made me do the economics major were the first two courses: the macro with Nilsson and micro with Todorova. Mm. They they really inspired me. They showed me that. The, I mean, their math was basic. It was really easy, mm-hmm. and it showed me that it's nothing that scary further on. It should just push through. <laughs> yeah, I I I feel the same way with finance courses because I I think those are genuinely the best courses in the business major itself, just because they give you something to work on later in life, and you're actually learning stuff and it feels more like um not like a business course but more like applied maths Mm -hmm. like math you can actually use in life which is amazing and i bet that's also how you feel in economics yeah what's really beautiful about economics is that you don't have to just calculate stuff about finance about stock markets and so on literally you can today i had to do my presentation uh, in class on the topic of does culture affect the spread of COVID? And mm. everything is proven through econometrics, through data. They use data to prove that culture affects that. It's not like a philosophical statement, argumentation. It's literal data that proves it. And that's so beautiful about econom- economics and econometrics mm-hmm. that you can literally prove anything. You can find a lot of... Um, a lot of ways to describe events and not only events, like to find solutions for stuff through economics. And it doesn't have to be at all at all related to finance or anything mm-hmm. or to money or stocks and banks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's also a misconception that yeah. people, a lot of people have. I mean, um, it's not, not true, but <laughs> there is a lot more to it. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, so I wanted to talk to you also about your master's. What are you planning to do with master's? Is it related to economics? How Do you have any tips for applying for master's? Well, uh, I'm applying right now. That's all I can say because I'm really um, superstitious. Mm. <laughs> I'm really superstitious. We have, uh, at least in Bulgaria, we kind of don't want to say stuff before it happens so i'm currently applying i may give advices on some other episode after i hopefully get accepted somewhere okay Okay. (laughs) promise nice yeah uh, hopefully we both get accepted to the programs we want and hopefully we're able to do an episode specifically on masters that would be so fun like senioritis (laughs) masters edition yeah (laughs) I mean, I, if, I feel like once we get accepted to master's, though, we're not going to have this, like, senioritis. Or maybe it's going to get worse because we're like, oh, I already have a program. I'm I'm already going somewhere, so maybe I, I don't have to try as much. Yes, that's what I was thinking. I that's was thinking an aspect. Once I get, hopefully, hopefully, an admission admissions letter, I'm going to be like, okay, now. <laughs> courses bye yeah <laughs> that was me in high school that was me in high school as well yes i didn't study for my state exams in same <laughs> it was just like i just went there yeah it could say it's a good thing to be having senioritis about <laughs> so all right and so tell us more about how it is on your daily life um on your four in your four-year journey as well being in meu sg um stability club imc and so on what did you learn um what also also not just being a member but also leading some of those clubs how's your experience been so uh about my daily life well if you're on campus it's just i mean honestly i feel like there's nothing better to do Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like, oh my god, I have something so amazing to do here in Blagovgrad that I cannot deal with my extracurriculars. I wouldn't say so. <laughs> uh, so, my daily life has been more colorful because of all the things I do for me. It's, it's so amazing and entertaining. Um, what About my experience as a member? Well, in MU, I was a member for a year. I became president when I was finishing my freshman year, but that was because I had plenty of MU experience before I came to ABG. Before mm-hmm. I came to ABG, I had done multiple international MUs. So I guess that's why they elected me when I was a freshman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but at the other places, it's been it's been wonderful to be a member, and I'm really sorry that now I don't have ta- enough time to be a member of these clubs. 
what I learned as the president of MEU for two years, because I cannot talk about HG, what I've learned, because I've been here, been president of HG for a month, so maybe uh, at the end of the year when we have the master's episode, I can tell you I learned this mm-hmm. and this and this, <laughs> but for now, I'm still learning there. Uh, but about MEU, um, I learned that what you really need, what you really need if you want to do something, is a wonderful team. And I can mm-hmm. tell you with all of my heart that the MU team is the best team for me. Like we are, like we are friends. We are we are not only friends. We are we are a family. We always support each other no matter what. And when you have this this friendship, this bond in the club, it's so easy to work. It's so much easier to work in a team when the team is on good terms and not the on, not only good like perfect terms. That's. That's honestly a great takeaway. I, I I hope everybody's able to say that after they join a club because it's I think it's something hard to achieve, especially in a bigger club with a lot of people. You know, it's hard to get everybody on the same board. So good job with that. And I, I, I can definitely see it. You know, like MU people, when they see each other in the, on the street, they're like, hi. We're always going together somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> always somewhere like a group of MU not all because we're like 26 people but like <laughs> groups of MU people <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and I feel like now I know who's an MU maybe because I hang out ra- hang out around you so much and I'm just like we grew we grew before I'm not trying to brag or something <laughs> but before I was president of MU I genuinely didn't like how the club was working mm-hmm. I think that the previous president maybe have was not like giving enough from herself about it mm-hmm. uh the club when when the club was left to me we had four members it was me wow. mariela who graduated she was my vp and two more people the club was left with four members and oh we had God. to raise it mm-hmm. and i think that and back then we were getting like uh we were like you know, um, we didn't, we weren't getting a lot of people on the conferences and so on and so on. And I think now there is so much difference because last semester, the it was the biggest MU we have ever held here on campus. We had people come from uh, plenty of countries. We had people come from Lithuania, Belarus, uh, Turkey, um, Greece, Montenegro, Serbia, Macedonia, Romania, Georgia, Hungary, uh, Croatia. Wow. Uh, plenty of countries yeah <laughs> did i mention romania yeah yeah <laughs> okay yeah plenty of people who came specifically here mm-hmm. for the conference and they learned about abg which i think is very beneficial to the university because it's not only popularizing us there was also high school students that were not only from bulgaria but from abroad mm-hmm. and i feel like it's building us a name in front of other universities for sure yeah i uh, that's a lot of countries honestly and it's it's definitely yeah <laughs> you're probably missing a few countries but yeah that's amazing that's like basically every country that's surrounding us and more yeah eastern europe all together like yeah. we had people from all over eastern europe yeah and the you said you were doing mu before you came here mm-hmm. um how do you think that affected you and did that affect your decision to come to abg um you know, in a sense, yes. So I was just looking for MUs to go to. <laughs> and I saw MU Blagojevgat and I was like, sure, I'm going to go there. I went there and I arrived on campus and I learned about ABG. Mm. I saw the way, the, the life on campus. I saw that it's so different from Bulgarian universities. It's so different. Mm-hmm. And that's what grabbed me. Because I'm an active person. I was active in high school and I wanted to go somewhere where I can be active. And that was ABG for me. So I did come here because I came to MU Bogovgat and I saw the university. Nice. So it did affect me. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. And um, so going back to freshman year, uh, continuing on that path, you've been here for three years and a bit more. So we had, we met freshman year. um, Sophomore year was COVID. Then junior year, you came back on campus and now we're now we're seniors so if you had to rank those four years in like first one second one third one fourth one what how would you rate it senior year is my favorite one really Until now yeah wow okay interesting 
Um, second favorite would be freshman. Third would be junior, and fourth would be sophomore. It was not fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was not fun. Yeah. How many semesters were you away for? Three. Three. So sophomore first. Oh, so- sophomore second and junior yeah. first. Yeah. Yeah. And you came back junior second. Yeah. Right? Nice. I think, yeah, I so three semesters, like, online plus, like, not on campus. How was that for you? And do you, like, did you feel weird coming back to campus last I, year? I didn't feel weird, though. Mm. I just, I, f- I mean, maybe for a brief second when I entered my room for the first time. Mm. I was, like, getting flashbacks. I was like, oh... But no, I was actually not getting that much of flashbacks because in my first year, I lived on the first floor. I hated living on the first floor. My oh, current yeah. room is not on the first floor and I love that. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing I noticed. Like when I went, entered my room, I was like, oh my God, it's so much nicer than living on the first floor. Mm-hmm. I hated that. Um, no, I think I think it was I was fine. I didn't like being online and I like it here most of the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah, but don't you miss sometimes being online just like, being in your bed and t- no 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 <laughs> like only when i'm really tired mm. um i think that now the fall break i'm not going to be traveling i'm going home i'm going to stay in my bed play the sims <laughs> and i'm gonna recharge my batteries and then at the end of the week i'm gonna be like oh my god i'm so bored of that i want to leave <laughs> yeah so I, i'm gonna get my fair share of online experience during the fall break <laughs> that's good yeah um and you weren't busy, like, no, you were busy. I, I want to say you weren't, like, not doing anything. You were also doing internships during the summer and in Bulgarian uh, finance companies, right? Mm-hmm. So which companies, where was your internships and what was your experience and how did you get them and uh, and so on? So I interned at Expat Capital 2021 and the Bulgarian Venture Capital Association currently. Um, I loved both. I Expat was actually what got me into finance for the first time. I got plenty of experience there. I learned a lot about the um, about uh, about the sphere. I did a lot of data work, which is fun for me. May not be fun for someone. It's fun for me. Uh, but it's not that boring, I swear. Now uh, people are probably like, what? <laughs> but I swear, I swear. <laughs> Trust me on this. <laughs> it's not, it, it's fun. Uh, it's not only data. There's like a lot of stuff going on. And this summer, my internship in BBCA, it was not that data oriented. It was more more social, which was also very interesting. It was also, also really interesting to meet with all those powerful people, all those people that have so much experience and represent the association it's it, it was so beneficial mm-hmm. yeah that's great yeah and you're still working yeah i'm like part-time helping from time to time nice yes and uh were any of your internships paid or are you are you f- like it's a free it's for free it's for free okay maybe I work for free uh-huh. <laughs> maybe that's why it's easier to like help from time to time because if you were like getting your hours checked i feel like a lot of companies will just like kind of drop you <laughs> <laughs> but since you're free maybe they yeah. can keep, keep no you i'm, I'm you helping I mean? them very little now because i'm i'm busy with everything else mm-hmm. yeah but it's so weird like i i feel like mass no marketing internships like all of them that i've seen and have heard of and have done they all pay for the internships but why is finance not paying finance <laughs> usually what the, what the companies say is we think we're giving you enough by through like connections through experience so yeah they don't need payment and the ones that usually pay are actually boring mm. maybe a hot take maybe okay, a hot that's take. a hot take but the ones that usually pay you just sit in the cubicle and you do someone's mm-hmm. actually boring data work but mm-hmm. when the ones that I was too, they were so dynamic, and mm-hmm. I love that about them. Yeah, I I I, I can see why mm-hmm. why that is. Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. I don't want to be in a cubicle. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, cubicles can be kind of depressing. I know. <laughs> um, 
So how do you recommend, like, if someone wants to do an internship, would you actually recommend doing an internship or would you, perf- like, would you recommend working during the summer, for example, go and work and travel or just rest or take an online course, whatever? How would you spend your ideal summer? How would I spend my ideal summer? Yeah. Um, I would do an internship. Yeah. I, I am not a work and travel person. I have nothing against it. <laughs> I would love to go, but I cannot imagine spending so much time away and not staying there permanently, but just coming back. I, it, I just don't think I will thrive on work and travel. Yeah, it's uh, rough. <laughs> it, it's, it doesn't sound like my thing. And when I'm in summer in Sofia, I work with my NGO, work on, with on plenty of stuff, do my internships of course my ideal summer won't be in sofia it will, it will be on the beach mm-hmm. but that you know what i mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah for sure but i wish to go to work and travel i've actually considered going next summer but eh. <laughs> i know you're considering freshman year but i was gonna go on freshman year but then nobody COVID came. nobody went freshman <laughs> no one really went freshman year <laughs> yeah um Okay, I have some fun questions for you now. Okay. What is your favorite study uh, study spot on campus? Library. Yes. Heavily library. I've top been living floor? there. Th- yeah, top floor. Yeah, usually. Okay. But it tends to be really full. But I've been living there my freshman year, my senior year. If you don't know, if you cannot see me anywhere on campus, just go to the library. Literally. <laughs> I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always there. <laughs> Yeah, it's my office. <laughs> I'm just like mm, I haven't seen Belly lately. I wonder <laughs> where she is, and then I go to the library, and you're there. <laughs> We're like, yeah. your writing hasn't hit me hard enough. I'm not procrastinating enough. Yeah, but don't you get these procrastination sessions? Like, I don't know. I get it, like, especially like during midterms week right now. Now, yes. Yeah, and it's like you study for one midterm, and then after that, you're just done for the for the fucking week but then you have two more midterms that you need to study for and then you end up procrastinating and then waiting until the last moment maybe that's that's just me that's what i'm doing right now and maybe because (laughs) i was really busy this week i mean when it comes to the um, to the papers i had to submit i worked really hard on them last week the papers were due last week the midterms are this week Mm. it's like a very nice separation and about the midterms i didn't really study a lot like yesterday i did the presentation like the design and stuff and after that i had to study for my final today i just sat in the lobby i was looking through all the thousand readings i had i was (laughs) like oh tomorrow i have to do a midterm i'm gonna study tomorrow and do the midterm but but it's a take home oh okay but it's hard yeah it's environmental science oh Uh, you know like yeah. if it was midterm in eco eco 400 level course or post 400 level course sure but environmental science it's just hard for me i'm trying so hard in that course <laughs> yet i still don't seem to it's so i don't i it's it's weird coming from me but i didn't think <laughs> environmental science could be that hard like i <laughs> when i hear of the uh, of the class i'm like oh it's not going to be easy it's going to be like uh, recycling is important and you know no. all the <laughs> sustainability <laughs> models but then there's so much actual science behind mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. and I honestly think it's harder than biology because I'm taking biology and it's still hard but I, I, I look at your like class things and I'm like I, I'm out like I don't understand anything that's happening it's, it's a really interesting course I love the course mm-hmm. I love being in the class I hate doing the exams because <laughs> the exams for me, like, it's it's just a lot of information yeah. and it's just a lot of new things that you just have to learn and it's, I don't know, it's it's hard for me. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. Next question. They're all kind of random. What's your favorite go-to order in the canteen? I don't have a go-to order in the canteen. I... Hmm. Oh, I do. I do. The fish. The filet fish, not the whole fish. Uh, The breaded the, one? Yeah, the breaded one. Mm. It it reminds me a lot of one Greek dish, which is uh, 
this white fish breaded. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's better executed than in the canteen. And then we eat it with scordala, which is um, it's like a dip made of garlic. But oh. no, no, like people will think now it's like related to milk. It has scordala has no milk in it. It has bread, olive oil, and garlic, and it's emulsified, and it's the best sauce ever. And I have told my mom that I want the fish and the scordela because it's like a joint. It's it's a meal. The fish and the scordela, it's a meal together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've told her, once I come home, I want this on the table. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's my goal to nice. order the the fish. Nice. I had the fish today. I think the same the same one you're talking mm-hmm. about. I saw the chef. Uh, he was like tasting food and like talking to the canteen ladies. Really? Yeah, the new chef. He's always there when I'm there. I he, don't know. He's never there when I'm there recently. Interesting. Uh, I he told <laughs> me that after the break, you know, as HG president, he spoke to me. He told me that after the break there will be significant change. So we are waiting until then. Okay. For now, still like tonight, I didn't like my meal at the canteen. Same. <laughs> uh, but I but. He he's working with them, so he's very experienced. He's very experienced. He cooked for the England national team, for some other Premier League teams, which I'm not uh, capable of distinguishing between because I don't <laughs> don't, don't speak football, like for <laughs> the Hilton London. And anyways, this chef is amazing. He's so experienced, and I'm so excited for him to finally like change the canteen. Yeah, he he looks like he's very busy whenever i'm there he he's just like running around so i hope we'll see the changes soon and i'm sure it's gonna be good and with that uh our first section is gonna come to a pause we have three songs prepared by belly they are blinding lights by the weekend i'm good blue by david guetta and bebe reja and counting stars by one republic these three songs are selected as Philly's favorite songs and under slash um, if they don't play it, she would wish that they, they, they would have played it that night. So I hope you enjoyed these three songs. And after that, we're back with the Q&A sec- section. So we'll see you soon.
We're back on live. Hello, everyone. Hello to new listeners. Um, this is Senioritis, uh, section number two. We just had a music break of three songs that Valley chose uh, as her favorite songs in Under. I hope you felt like you were in Under, even though it's a Wednesday night. And sel- uh, a self-promo. Tomorrow, Aura and MH are going to be having a Halloween party in Under. So if you want to have more but better music... Head out to Under tomorrow, dressed up as your favorite uh, artist. And we also have some surprises for you if you dress up the part. So, moving on to the Q&A part. Veli, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So, we have our, uh, a personal question. Came from um, my friend, Mandak. <laughs> Hi, Mandak. Um, he wanted to know more about how you found the internships and generally how to plan the summers in between years so that you're kind of utilizing your time the best. Uh huh. So, uh, what happened with my first internship was actually my boss found me on LinkedIn and he contacted me and offered me the internship. Uh, it was really, really valuable for me that he did that. It was really appreciative. But for the second summer, for my second internship, back in February, I went on Google and I started uh, looking for finance companies in Bulgaria. And I just started sending out my CV to all of them. Oh, wow. I, yeah. I got response from a few and that's the one I chose, uh, BBCA. BBCA. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just li- straight up went on Google. And by the way, when it comes to unpaid internships, even if you're an international it, it's not going to be a problem because for unpaid internships, you don't need to go through accounting and so on and so on. So yeah. you don't need a work permit for unpaid internships. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think it, it's valuable for internationals. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, if he has any more questions, he can straight up DM me. I can help him with yes. internship search. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it depends. Like, uh, obviously for Bulgarians, it's easier to find more of a even just a job I, I know some people who are already having jobs but I was able to also get a job and I didn't need a work permit like I got a job in Sofia I don't know if it was legal but it was a part-time job that's and what I'm wondering as well they paid me <laughs> I had my I mean I had my Bulgarian ID card and everything so uh, technically I was allowed to work 20 hours a week like mm-hmm. anywhere as a student yeah or, as a yeah, student okay, yeah. so maybe that's also a way but if money's not important to you there's definitely a lot of unpaid internship yeah. opportunities and i recommend actually to anyone even if you're like in high school make a linkedin page yeah like, right now <laughs> it's so helpful and it's the first thing that people will see recruiters will see when they look up your name they when they see what you've been up to and if you just keep it like you know updated throughout the years Mm -hmm. people are gonna know like you don't have to make that whole whole job when you're actually applying for jobs it's just something that you've been building for four years yeah yeah so yeah i hope that was helpful and obviously like there's no shame in going to work and travel for your summer yeah of course yeah just um i think it's so good i i just don't think it's my uh it's my piece of cake i guess yeah (laughs) yeah and that's okay and the uh, doing internship actually is better for you as as when you go into a career 
I think, because, well, obviously you have to pay for tuition and everything, but uh, also internships are more valuable for your next job ahead. So Yeah, and for masters also, I think. Yeah, so for masters, so depends on your situation and also if you just reach out to any company especially one that like aligns with your values um for example i um sent my cv to this ngo in mongolia it's Mm -hmm. called github and they they try to solve the issues in the in the yurts um, district which is like the Mm -hmm. poor poor suburban areas areas and they actually reached back to me and they offered me an internship. So if you just, like you said, send your inter- CV to whatever company you could find, they're probably looking for someone. Yeah, and if he's looking specifically for companies that are in my sector, mm-hmm. again, I would advise him to DM me <laughs> because I can I can give him some nice where he can send his CV. Nice. All right. Thank you, Veli. I'm sure Mandach is appreciating that. Um, next question comes from actually two people. I'm going to like mix it in, into one question. Um, how do you balance senioritis and all the ext- extracurricular activities? And then the next question is, how do you manage your time? So it's kind of the same question. Like, how do you manage everything? I've been wondering that myself. <laughs> I've actually been wondering that myself. I just... I just push myself myself through it. You know when you're going to the gym and you yeah. have to push yourself. I just think I have this kind of a character I where I just push myself for no reason. Like in, you know me in the gym I just sit on the uh on the oh my god, how do, we, do how what, treadmill? Treadmill, yeah, for yeah. an hour. Yeah. It's 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 just the same mindset. I don't <laughs> really think over it. I just push through it that's how I manage the sinoritis and about time management I have always had since my freshman year since my high school time I've always had a planner but the way I plan my days is on hours like for example today mm-hmm. at 10 I have a lecture until 11 30 this one doesn't exist in image anyways mm-hmm. and then at 11 30 I write in my planner 11 30 lunch until 12 15 or 12 30 12 30 library until Two, but I specifically write why am I in the library for let's say mm-hmm. library advanced macro and then I write 15 minutes break and then I write the next time slot for the library and I write library environmental science so that's so helpful yeah and if you if you stick to it it's really helpful yeah for sure I actually have the same kind of system as mm-hmm. well I, I like to write my planner and it might be a little old-fashioned and i know some people who are like who swear by google calendar but it it just when you write something down it kind of nails yes, it down as a plan yes. you know it's it's so hard for me to work with all the technology oh my god that's a bit shameful <laughs> but i'm a paper girl yeah same um although i've been feeling bad about using paper so i use i use like recycled paper mm-hmm. it's there's a notebook such notebooks Mm -hmm. so that helps me feel a little bit better also if you're trying to um, i mean this is just coming from me personally i know it's a quick q&a for you but if you have like a significant other or like or even just a friend group uh investing in google calendar or like apple calendar can be very good if you're trying to match times to meet up because um like my boyfriend and I, we have very different schedules. So we have a shared calendar where we can see what each one of us are doing. And then usually it ends up like aligning, like one person's activities align with someone else's. So then we have this free time and then we like plan activities for that time slot or something like that. Or we see that, oh, the other person's busy, so I must not like distract them. And we we did the same thing for our friend group too. Like we sent each other the calendars for the semester and, and those stuff. So generally planning is very important. I yeah. think, you know, um, and about like pushing yourself. I know it. Some people might think it's like, oh, that's so toxic. Why would you want to push yourself? And I get it. But also, once you start like into this rhythm, it's like you feel guilty for sitting still. Yes, you do. Yeah, uh, from my. The social brain class, which is political science class, but it's basically psychology. I um, I mean, I know that work is an addiction, 
but mm-hmm. it was in one of the readings. So I think it's pretty much an addiction. I cannot, when I'm just not doing anything, I'm like, I am missing something. There's something I should should do, and that's a problem, and it's toxic. Yes, but that's the way I go about it. Yeah, <laughs> for now. It's a, it's a good problem to have. I I think I hope it depends. Yeah, when yeah. you don't have anything better to do. <laughs> yeah, and I was talking about this with Mani as well. Like, um, especially with COVID and like summers. Our summers have been so busy, and then we come back to EPG and we're on, on this grind. Like every single day, we're trying to survive, trying to submit essay um, deadlines, and then go to these club meetings and then you go back on on your next work and travel or summer internship and then you're just constantly this busy person and that kind of throws your mental health out of the loop a little bit so for sure there should be some balance i think yeah all right next question what is your favorite professor on campus Levine. Levine? Yeah. Okay. Is that, like, overall, like, out of every class you've taken? Yeah, probably. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. I love his topics in politics classes. They're mm-hmm. genuinely so interesting. Yeah. He does a lot of unique, like, topics. Mm-hmm. I've noticed. What about eco classes? What's your favorite eco professor? Oh, my God. it's It's a clash there. It's a clash between mm. Nilsson, who is my senior thesis advisor, and Elgin, mm-hmm. who is a new professor. Mm. It, it's a clash. Not the side. <laughs> <laughs> what does the new professor teach? Macro. I took intermediate macro and advanced macro with him. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Does he also teach in energy um, economics or? No, I, I think that's, that was I Leonard. Think that's Leonard. Okay. Yeah. Is he still here? He is online. In oh, online from Korea. Okay, so he's still teaching then. Yeah. Nice. All right. And okay, I have a round of Kiss Mary Kill as kind of like a ending segment now. So, I have three questions for now. Um, so you can just choose Kiss, Mary, Kill. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting with food places. I have Roots, Flavor, and Be Free. Okay, so... Kiss, Flavor, Mary, Roots, Kill, Be Free. Kill, Be Free. Yeah. Why? Well, <laughs> I I have actually not had food there. Did we have food when we went there? I think we probably had fries. I don't like before. fries. Yeah. It's so, I like Roots' uh, atmosphere. I hate Flavor's atmosme- atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Flavor has more options, but are they better or are they too basic? I am uh, mm. a cooking enthusiast, so I'm really judgmental on that. Mm. <laughs> I, I would honestly say Flavor is my favorite. But in terms of only the flavor of the pasta that they have, I and they're the, not the making authentic carbonara. They're not true. And I think Largo last time had cream in it. Yeah. Uh, if you want me to talk about food, I can do it all the time. What I hate in, about Blago is that all there is is Italian food mostly. True. And most of the places do not. Sorry. Uh, most of the places do not execute it correctly. Even. Yeah. It's getting boring. Yeah, for sure. And it's it's the it's like they all have the same chefs. Like the mm-hmm. flavor is the same and you have to have a pizza with corn on it or olives on it in order to get appealed to the local people, I think. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Not the fav- not, not the best. All right. Um another round. BAC main building or ABF. Kiss Mary Kill. That's easy. So, everybody has been killing main building. I'm gonna way. kill main building. Okay. Um, let me think who I'm gonna marry because BAC has the library. Yeah, and that's my home. I cannot. No, yeah, I, I need to. I need to. I need to marry BAC. I'm really sorry. I owe it to the library. <laughs> uh, I've been getting too entangled with it. I have to marry it. Yeah. Um. So I'm kissing ABF. Okay. 
Yeah. I think BAC overall has a better vibe. I don't know how to explain it, but ABF just... It, it feels a little cold in yeah. ABF. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. BAC is like, oh, wholesome, yeah. student life. Everybody's busy. Library. <laughs> yeah, either classes or library. I love BAC. All right. Um, gymming on Friday versus Monday versus Tuesday. Kiss, Mary kill. I am kissing gymming on Tuesday because I don't have any classes then. But okay. on Monday and Wednesday, I'm su- Wednesday is the day when I usually have one meal a day simply because I don't have time for more than one. Mm-hmm. So I'm kissing gym on Tuesday because I don't cl- have classes then. But sometimes, usually... I go to gym then or um, and study the whole day. I'm marrying gymming on Friday because I don't have a class on Saturday. So, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's like a great end of the week. And I am killing gymming on Monday because I have three classes. Interesting, yeah. I uh, My thinking was like, I thought you would kill Friday first because everybody goes to gym on the fr- on Fridays mm-hmm. but then I know that you're really busy on Monday so it makes sense yeah yeah Wednesdays too you, you're like I hate Wednesday <laughs> you're like I I can't hang out anymore actually Sorry. I had a classmate in high school who was always saying when someone would ask him what's the problem he would say Wednesdays and <laughs> I agree <laughs> yeah I hate it I think everybody's so busy on Wednesday for some reason. Yeah. It's like Wednesday, one thing or another. Wednesday is a no-go. Yeah. All right. So our Q&A section is coming to an end right here. I hope you were able to get the answers that you wanted. And I hope, Philly, you had a great time here. Um, we hopefully... We'll see you next time with the master's session. When hopefully. Hopefully, if any of us get, or I hope both of us can get into the programs that, we're, that we want. We just need to apply and hope for the best. But yeah, I hope tonight was also fun for you guys. And have, the, have a great rest of the week. We're actually not going to be seeing you next week because it's fall break um so we'll see you next next week um and our next guest is gonna be spencer my boyfriend and he is a post and jmc major um with a bunch of other cool stuff so i hope i'm sure that you'll like him and what he has to say uh (laughs) some of the things might be a little controversial but we'll (laughs) see and yeah so enjoy your fall break i hope midterms is coming to a great end for you if you still have midterms left good luck on them and see you in two weeks